0: welcome to TLC for the soul podcast where soul meets spirit you have entered into sacred space
1: I'm your host Tammy Lynn Chambers and I'm here to help you shine now let's get going on this podcast journey
0: Wake up, temple wake up. Temple, temple, temple arise. Beautiful temple, temple wake up. Beautiful temple, temple arise. Temple wake up, oh temple, temple wake up. Diamond, crystalline core, activate and align. It's a little smoke for you. A little white sage leaf. Sacred fire, activate and align. Sacred air. activate and align, sacred water, activate and align, sacred earth, activate and align, Temple 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 arise temple arise temple arise Temple 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 arise beautiful temple arise arise Beautiful temple awake awake align. Align. Beautiful temple temple wake up. Hello friends, hello and welcome to another show.
1: Got some fun, we're going to have fun. It may seem a little dreamy right now, but I just want you to settle in. Wow, the sage is burning, so there's a lot of clearing that needs to occur, I guess, for those of you listening or watching hearing, looking, this episode came up this morning for me, so I want to get us all in a receptive space,
0: wrapping us all in love light and light love. Inviting in the guides who overlight this show Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, Pleiadians.
1: Get settled in. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I'm flowing, and that's all going to make sense here in a little bit. So, what I have planned for us today, but for, wait, hold on. First of all, thank you all for joining me. I know you have a lot to do in your day and time is precious, especially um, as the days are shorter up here in the North anyway. I know we have a lot of listers in the Southern Hemisphere, but where I'm at, the days are short, time is precious. And so I thank you for spending a little bit of your day with me. My intention is always to uplift and inspire Bring hope, renewal, joy, love, faith. And we do that through all of the energies that channel in through the show. Calling in whoever needs to join us in this now, in this sacred circle, to help those that are listening benefit from these spiritual words and lessons and insights that we're going to be sharing during this time together you're new here, welcome. Settle in. See if you vibe with our tribe. And if you're a returning friend and family member, community family member, welcome back. I love having you here. This show today is centered around what to do when you don't know what to do. (laughs) What to do when you don't know what to do. And this is coming up in quite a few different places so I figured well if it's coming up here at the TLC for the soul household then it's coming up everywhere else and I think just as the guides settle in around me we're gonna we're gonna use them. We're gonna we're gonna use we're gonna work with the Pleiadians because I want to bring joy and levity. So by the time we finish this show, I want you to be like dripping, dripping, no dripping, on the joy and love vibe. Um, we're going to use some oracle decks. We're trying to get a message, messages, and words of wisdom about what to do when you don't know what to do. So we're going to be talking to the Pleiadians, we're going to be pulling some cards, and we're going to be looking at some words of wisdom from Lao Tzu and the Tao, the Ching, all about going with the flow, (laughs) which some of you, including myself, that is a hard lesson to learn. Yes, a hard lesson to learn. Some of you have got it down and others need a little help there. And I think those that's that's who's tuning in to this, right? So this time of year, this January-ish to February-ish, so like winter solstice to Imolk, like February 1st, maybe even a few weeks beyond, is kind of like this. You know, I don't like, it's not a void space, but I, it's kind of like this time outside of time. It's this weird time. And it can be disconcerting to those of us who are constantly on the go, especially, especially creative types, who um, have this creational power and creational <clears throat> sacred fire within them. This passion, the muse energy, where you want to keep going, 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 because you have all these great ideas. And you want to get moving and get started on them. And this can include projects like around your house. Like you don't have to be an artist or a... I think many of you that listen though are artists, creatives, intuitives. I've got a lot of master healers that listen to the show. Um, I've got a lot of High Vibe Tribe on here. So I know that you know what I'm talking about. And maybe you're not. Maybe you're a newer newer to this spiritual journey thing and you're like I just I remember those days too like I just don't know what to do about anything like you're more like what's my purpose and what's my soul mission and what am I here to do and you're you're like listening and watching and flipping cards and trying to figure it all out and and this time of year especially is like oh gosh um you're not really supposed to be doing much You're supposed to be like rejuvenating yourself in a sense and resting and respite and listening. But if you always want to be doing, it's really challenging. And then you can start to either, number one, feel a little depressed, like, oh, I guess this just is not where I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to be doing. Or you can get a little anxious, like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. Something's wrong something is not right because I'm supposed to be doing and I'm not doing. And, um, depending on who your spiritual teachers are, you know, like I master Ko is like big time spiritual teacher for me. And he's always like, get up and go, move, stop procrastinating, get going. And I'm like, okay, but I <laughs> can't constantly do that. Like there's a flow to things. And so that's the other part of when you listen to to stuff like this, or any other guru or spiritual teacher, I'm not calling myself a guru, but I'm saying if you listen, you have a guru or a spiritual teacher, whatever, uh, you know, only take what resonates with you. We're not asking you to do anything or resonate with anything 100%. um, And you'll find that, um, especially the nonfiction books that I'm starting to write now um, with Eat Like a Lemurian being the first one, with the protocols that are in that book. And I have um, wizard training coming up next, a guide to being magical in a modern world. And in those books, um, it's all about protocols for the Lemurians and the wizard training. Merlin's pretty heavy there, but there's some other very powerful wizards coming in to help me write that book. They're all about experiments, experimenting with things um, and drawing your own conclusions. So I do have to say that up front. Um, you know, don't don't feel like you have to resonate with 100% of what Maybe one sentence out of everything I say in this however long I'm recording vibes with you. And that's what you needed to hear today. And so then I have done my job. The other thing I want to say is, you know... I'm just like everybody else out there. Um, I'm just like you guys, you know, 24-7. I do strive to be like high vibe (laughs) 24-7. Well, as much as I can. But, you know, like sometimes I'm not. You know, yesterday I was kind of bummed out. I was like, dang it, you know, I really want to do this I had like all these things to do and spirits like well you got to pick something like you can't do everything and I'm like oh man my energy level felt low you know everybody was talking about the Schumann residents being high and people affecting people's energy levels and so I got bummed out like man I couldn't write this and I had to like get on the phone and talk to this person and like fill their cup for a little while and you know like family members and so forth and so then I was kind of bummed out like you know at the end of the day, I felt like I hadn't really accomplished very much. And that's a big thing to me. Like I have a lot of goals for 2022. And the first thing I heard was like, well, you know, sl- slow down. It's supposed to be a more fun year. And I'm like, what do you mean a more fun year? I have books to write and cards to make and people to talk to and clients to help. And it was like, go oh, there, Nelly, Hold on. So I think for a lot of us, if not all of us in 2022, yes, they're saying there's unexpected surprises coming that may completely throw us off track. And then what are we gonna do? Are we gonna freak out because our goals aren't being met? Like, how are you gonna course correct? And then you really might not know what to do because something could just come in like wham, bam. And then you're like, oh my God, my daily routine is gonna to have to change now to you know, integrate this new thing that's coming. And what is that like? Oh God, if you're so rigid in your routine, then that's really gonna throw you. So the the guides coming through here are offering up some words of wisdom to help you be a little bit more flexible in your approach to your goals, to your tasks, to your routines. And they're saying they understand that that can be a trigger point. I don't like the word trigger anymore. It, it, it can just be a point that kind of bothers you, because, because I, you know, why I don't like it because everybody on their videos now puts trigger warning, trigger warning, and I'm like, what? Why? No. It may bother you a little bit because, you know, you just had things you wanted to do, and then everything's going to kind of scramble and shake up, and you're going to be like, what do I do now? Um, so we got a lot of guides here. What do you want me to do? you want me to pull a card. Okay. So I know many people are listening. You can't always see the cards, but I always tell you to use your master eyes and ears. We'll describe it to you as best we can. And I do want to thank everybody who actually quite a few people, the people on YouTube are probably surprised that quite a few people listen to the Pick a Card and Oracle card reading videos on the podcast. So, hey. Maybe it's relaxing. I don't know. I might do that too. All right, so we're getting Pleiadian power. Pretty much all the decks I use on the show are my decks. Links to everything I talk about are in the show notes of the show. What's the date today? January 6th. I want to thank all of you that have purchased Eat Like a Lemurian, the ebook. Um, that's over on my Smashwords, but you can also get a copy anywhere. You can get an ebook, Apple Books, Google Books, Barnes and Nobles. My Smashwords page um, lets, you, lets you do like a donation base. So I say all my eBooks are free and I'm shuffling cards as I'm like going on here. But <laughs> they say all my eBooks are free, but um, then some of them I have made donation base. So you can say like buy this book or whatever, and you can either choose to pay nothing or you can put in a donation. And some of you have made very nice donations to the book. And I thank you for that and very much appreciated and grateful for that. Um, Eat Like a Lemurian, the paperback book, is going to be available through Barnes and Nobles on January. Barnes Is it Noble or Nobles? Nobles, nobles and Vassals. Um, we've got a show coming up here for the light night that I talked about in the 2022 energy. So Divine Masculine, have got something coming up for you here soon. Because it's Sir... There's a Galahad transmission, the knight of the round table. We're going to be working a lot with the knights of the round table. But there's a Galahad transmission that wants to come through. And they keep giving me all these like knights and vassals and kind of references. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting to the Galahad. The Galahad, maybe that will be the next show. We'll work with the divine masculine. Okay, so Pleiadian power. What do you want to... But now, okay, vassals and nobles, we're here to talk about what to do when you don't know what to do so so maybe the divine masculine doesn't know what to do since that's coming in pretty strong we still have quite a bit we have almost a 50 50 of listeners of divine masculine divine feminine so i want to thank you divine masculine for sticking with me i know not every topic is like some of them are cutesy wootsy and all right i'm getting a card out for us what do you do when you don't know what to do the card that came out is Lemurian. <laughs> okay, so they're going to lead me on a little journey. So the Lemurian card is like a backdrop that, you know, to me feels Lemurian, and there's some crystals on the card. Oh, all right, so now they want me to read from Eat Like a Lemurian. So I'm going to have to, where is this here? I'm going to grab, so I don't have a physical copy. I'm gonna tap into the book here on my iPad. And I'm gonna do like I would do just if I had the book with me, Is I'm just going to scroll until they have me fit put my finger down on a page. Eat like a Lemurian. <clears throat> and then I'll read what they want me to read. Okay, what do you want me to do? One, two, three, four, put my finger down. So they've had me put, interesting, they had me put my finger down on chapter four. They, I scrolled four times and I got to chapter four, which is about Lemurian crystals. So I'm on page 10. So let's just read a little bit here from Eat Like a Lemurian. Okay, you guys, you know, this is what you do. They're keep, they're like, keep going. <laughs> they're like, stop doubting what I'm talking about. All right. Crystals were charged with intention and then placed into the Earth to magnify key ley lines and planetary grids, and each Lemurian was gifted their own sets of family stones specific to that family's energetic signature. Each stone and crystal encoded with the DNA structure and holographic coding of each living family member, a code key of sorts. For those of you with Lemurian descent and lineage, this is the reason you innately feel as if there are specific stones and crystals, quote unquote, looking for you, so to speak. You may also dream about crystals that are not of this earth. And you have an intrinsic no- knowledge, do I guess you have an intrinsic longing and knowledge to be with these crystals again. Lemuria was not a space where you might think it was. It was both a physical location and not of this world. And hence excuse me and hence it is most daring to interpret exactly where and how lemurians came to be on the physical plane of existence of mother earth we're gonna have to do some light language here to clear some chakras Lemuria was not a space where you might think it was. It was both a physical location and not of this world, and hence it is most daring to interpret exactly where and how Lemurians came to be on the physical plane of existence of Mother Earth. However, the crystal beings of each Lemurian are living reminders of this magic in ancient time, and one need only tune into their high vibration to gain a deeper understanding and remembrance of your own Lemurian lineage. It is an amazing time to be alive to your soul. And with the knowledge of your own soul's blueprint and the key codes and activations presented in this book, you will begin to open ever deeper into your soul's truth and your purpose on the planet now at this time. Set an intention for your stones to find you, and they will appear either in physical form or in your non waking time to offer up their wisdom, knowledge, and recollection of who you truly are. You are a being of magical light. Soul wisdom and power, dear friend, and from your Lemurian star child self and all other Lemurians in spirit, we wish you sweet dreams tonight. For in the reading of this chapter and the ones before it, you have been downloaded with an instruction set that will begin to play in your subconscious. Tonight and every night until the next full moon, you will awaken to the Lemurian that you are. You will start to recall and you will begin to understand your true nature. You are a being of light, immense joy, and pure divine love. It is time now to recall.
0: Mm, ooh, ooh, my Lemurian friends. We
1: need to do a little light language here. <clears throat> this is all gonna play out. But this is all so this is like an awakening. This is, you don't know what to do because maybe there's instructions or downloads or information that you don't have yet. Um, Certain things that are not yet known to you. Um, This little bit of light language we're going to deliver is going to help open you up, get you into the perceptive mode to start seeing the signs around you. And if you have your own Lemurian crystals I would bring, oh, so many chills. I would bring them into the fold, so to speak, start using them. When I first started wondering what my soul mission was, Um, a huge Lemurian crystal, I mean a giant, like heavy giant crystal, came into my guardianship. And it's a trigonic Lemurian, like a very old wisdom keeper. It looked like it was this giant thing and they just kind of, I don't even know how it came to be, but um, open up to the power of your stones. And you know what I always do too? I don't anymore personally, unless something, I probably would if it was gifted to me, but I don't necessarily go out and buy stones and crystals anymore. But I go online and I'll search like Lemurian crystal You know, and then I'll scroll through like images on Google and stuff or Pinterest until I find one and I'm like, that's one I want to work with. And I'll just work with it, like the energy of it remotely. Or in dream time, I've had dreams of some amazing crystals that I know I've never seen here on this planet. Um, So that could start coming to you as well. So let's deliver some light language. (laughs) So I want you to just take a deep breath.
0: Release <laughs> It can there get to rotten in and 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 Take
1: a deep breath. It's very flowy right now, it feels very watery actually channeled my Lemurian as we were doing this and that Lemurian was actually like initiated in a sacred river that ran out to the ocean and I remember I remember putting that crystal in right at the juncture of where the river and the ocean met and bathing that crystal in that divine energy was so cool so just channeling a lot of water energy A lot of divine feminine, which is flowing, water, ease, which is also what Tao, the Tao is all about, going with the flow, water, being like water. All right, friends, so we drew a Lemurian card. Okay, they want me to draw another card. They're kind of playing with me. The Pleiadians are kind of playing with me through the cards. And you might wonder, like, sometimes I use Pleiadian and Lemurian kind of interchangeably. And to me, and from what I've experimented with and resonated with, and you can do your own experiments, but um, Pleiadians and the Lemurians are telling me that the Lemurian earth being was um, using a Pleiadian star template. So the Lemurian earth being was seeded from a Lemurian star being. Oh yeah, so chose Template. If you're new here, like chills is like my confirmation that the guides use for to when I'm like, you know, on the right track or speaking the truth or understanding the what they're channeling through me. So to me, they're almost interchangeable. To me, like a Lemurian is like an earth Pleiadian. Okay, the next card I got (laughs) is forward motion. Here we go. Projects aren't going to finish themselves. Time to get moving. Okay, so... We keep getting this message, and if you guys have listened to the show, even the last two or three um, shows, we get that card a lot. Forward motion, projects aren't going to finish themselves, time to get moving. So how do you get moving? All right, you guys. How do you get moving when you're not really sure what you're supposed to be moving on? Like, I can remember when I first started writing and making cards, or even further back than that. started This, this show's been around for like four years now. And I was like, am I supposed to be doing I would ask myself a lot, am I supposed to be doing a show? Am I supposed to be writing books? Am I supposed to be making cards? Like I would have constantly ask, like, is that my soul mission? Like that just doesn't seem like that's very grandiose. I wanted like grandiose. Like, that doesn't seem very grandiose. And you know, you then you keep getting the like, well, do what you love and do what brings you joy and do what's fun and what flows. And I'm like, okay. So that is, all those things just flow through me. So I remember the very first, one of the very first books I channeled was um, Shapeshift, which um, maybe I need to rewrite the description of that book because that is a so cool book. And it's not, it's one of the least downloaded books out there, Shapeshift, it's the Shaman. Maybe Shaman's Awakening like throws people off. But um, I remember like I was just sitting at home one morning You know, just doodaddling and fee fiddly, fiddle-foodling around. (laughs) And then I was like, Dr. Seuss. But I remember I just sat down and I was like, there's something coming through. And I just started writing it. And um, ShapeShift was born. And I was like, this is supposed to be a book. And I'm like, is it that easy? And where was the message? Oh, someone gave a message the other day that said um, that your soul work and your soul mission is what comes easiest to you, they didn't say it exactly like that, but they're like, it's going to seem too easy to you because that's what you've been encoded to do. That's what you know how to do. That's what's, yes. And it's, it's going to feel too easy. Like, and for me, I always think like everybody knows how to do what I know how to do, right? Well, what do you mean? Like, why would I channel a book? Like everybody knows how to channel a book. Everybody knows how to make an oracle deck and Everybody knows how to channel spirit and, you know, talk to the spirit and do the things that I know how to do and talk to deceased souls and channel in light language. Like I just feel like everybody knows how to do that. And innately you kind of do, but that may not be what you're, that may not be your gift. I always used to say like, everybody's not supposed to be a psychic. Like just because I'm like an intuitive coach or motivational speaker or whatever you know, in a channel spirit and do that to speak to you in a motivationally uplifting way, doesn't mean that that's your spiritual gift. Just like, you know, I always tell you guys, like, I really want to be better at like doing like dreamwalking and dr- going through the astrals. And I'm not like, I'm just not there yet. Um, as much as I channel and as much as I talk to, to spirit and all of that, um, it's just not a good, I'm not a good dreamwalker. It's just not, <laughs> it's just not part of what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's going to feel too easy to you and you're going to second guess it. And that's where you get yourself into trouble. You go into the mind. The Tao is not the Tao and the going with the flow and the divine feminine isn't, it doesn't live in the mind. The mind is air energy. And when we mix air and water, we get stuff like water spouts <laughs> that just spin and turn and cause, you know, just do a whole lot of nothing, right? I don't do a whole lot of anything. And so you have to take a deep breath. It is not that you don't know what to do. <clears throat> it's that you're second-guessing yourself. So, yeah, it's like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Just do what you enjoy doing. And, yes, uh, the other thing is, if you want sustainable sustainability, It's not gonna be a quick fix and a quick ride. It's going to be flowing, sustainable journey. Like, they're showing me like a dolphin, just, you know how a dolphin just goes through the water? Like, they can jump and be fast, but when they're swimming underneath, they're just like going, going, going. And it's kind of like a little up, a little down, a little up, a little down. That's what this journey is what especially if you're someone who's trying to make an income from a spiritually based practice or business or whatever work you're doing not everybody is but even in your daily life in this quote-unquote new earth now or 5d or whatever you want to call it age of Aquarius it's no longer pushing with fire it's gliding with water through through your life. And I can already see Divine Masculine is like, holy cow, some of you I think have mastered this. They're saying the creative types have kind of mastered this somewhat. And I can see that, um, should I bring him up? It doesn't really matter. But I can see that in other creative types, um, other Divine Masculine creative types that I've talked to they're learning how to flow like water. And I know some very fiery, like divine masculines with a lot of fire in their charts. I know someone who has like, a, what is it? Like more than three planets. I forget what that's called, whatever it is. Um, in, fire, in a fire sign, in, um, he's learning how to flow and helping him learn how to flow. Still be fire. You can still be fire. You can be passionate. But learn how to flow with your energy. And to do that, you have to get good at getting out of your head. Getting more into your body. And feeling it out. So yesterday, I woke up and I was like, I want to do a show. I know I do. I have the idea. And all that. But I was just like, something's calling me. Away from that. And spirit will set it up to where it will kind of, they'll if one of your goals, if you make the intention here, we're here at the new year. If you set the intention or the goal for this year, like I want to go more with the flow. I want to flow more with the universal life force energy. Have it flow through me. Get out of the rat race and get more into the higher dimensional realms where things flow easier. Creational energy is very easy and flowing. Um, it, it law of attraction things come to you. You don't push your energy out to grab them in. They just, by the law of the universal laws, they just it just comes to you. Now that doesn't mean you don't do anything. Like you have to have some actions. You have to move your body and do stuff. But you don't have to constantly force your energy out there and like push it out. So yesterday I wanted to, but it was like, no, it's, I don't know why. I guess maybe because a lot of times I work beyond like what my body is wants to do at the moment. And so deep down I think it was really tired, but I can mask that with a lot of activity. And so you know if I'm really busy. I told you guys before, I think, like, I, for, I forget to rest and I forget to eat. And it's like, so I have to slow down. You guys are probably going to laugh. Like, I'm really the tortoise. <laughs> I was like, go kind of slow through my day. And like and then I have to check in, like, and I started setting alarms because I had to, I have to eat, like, every two hours. Not, like, blood sugar stuff, but to keep my digestive fire burning. So I have to have, like, a meal and then a snack, a meal and a snack. So I was forgetting again. I was like, oh, I told my son, dang it, I forgot to eat lunch. And so I set on my phone a two hour timer so I can remember to eat. So flow, but use the tools that you have to help you. So projects aren't going to finish themselves, time to get moving. What else do you want me to say on that? So it sounds like the time is right in a sense, for projects to get off the ground and for you to start doing them. But right now is more of a time to kind of get organized. When we hit Imbolc, February 1st, the first inklings of spring. February, that's kind of like the time to kind of move a little bit stronger. And you'll feel it'll, instead of using your own chi and your own personal power, you'll feel like a spiritual fire, like a dragon fire moving through you. That gives you an, oh yeah, chills, it gives you an impetus to move a little bit faster and to go, which is kind of what I felt this morning. So the show didn't get done yesterday. All these other things came up. And at the end of the day, I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't know if I could have even done a show. And this morning I woke up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pop my schedule around a little bit because I can become like a creature of great, you know, routine where it's like, okay, do this. I take the dog to walk. I come home. I make a drink. I sit down. I meditate with Master Co. And I was like, okay, that's getting a little boring. Like I still need to do all those things, but can I just want to flip the script a little bit so it's not like Groundhog Day every day. And so this morning I was like, okay, I came in, you know, I took the dog. I have to, I have to take her every morning out. For like a long walk, like an hour or so. And then um, came back and instead of meditating with Master Ko right now, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the show and then I'll do my other stuff. So find a way to make energy work for you, not against you. So if you're feeling tired or you're feeling run down or irritable, like don't force yourself to work on your project, whatever that is. Even if it's cleaning the house, like right now I've got some really dirty windows. I'm the only one here that's gonna clean them unless I enlist my son to help me. It's just me. So I've got, you know, I was like, dang, I really want to clean those windows. They look horrible. And, you know, short of hiring somebody to come do it, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to wait until I have the energy to get it done. Same thing without like my car needs to be washed. I'm like, well, I can choose the same thing. So you can only do so much too. And this whole new earth now thing is not about burning yourself out anymore, friends. It's about flow and ease. Let me see how long I've been chattering along here. Oh, 38 minutes. I need to wrap things up. All right, I'm going to read you. I'm going to do two more things. I'm going to read you, I think, from this. Let me see if I can find it. And then I'm going to deliver the last little bit of light language they want me to deliver. I think I've gotten my message across. Okay, I'm going to get rid of that. i got to go to my Kindle. There's a little book I've been... Reading every day. Oh, please. Yes, go there. Okay, so it's called um, what is it called? Let me make sure I give it its credit. Cover. 365 Dao Daily Meditations by Deng Dengmin. I'm not gonna say it right. Deng Ming Dao. 365 DAO daily meditations. And now I need to, how do I jump back? Yes, back there. So each day, if you want to, I've been just going in order. And it, But if what I found is even that kind of speaks to what's happening in my day as I've been going in order. But let's read this one. This is number 17, cooperation. Oh, it's so good. I'm telling you it already speaks. I have not I've not read this in advance. Cooperation with others, perception, experience, tenacity, know when to lead and when to follow. Telling you messages are everywhere. You just have to be open to seeing and hearing them and receiving them. When we become involved with a fellowship, we must gradually become an integral, organic part of that organization the relationship will be one of mutual influence. We must carefully influence the collective, and in turn, we will be shaped by the company we keep. Influencing others requires perception. We need to know when to act, when to be passive, when others are receptive to us, and when they will not listen. This takes experience, of course, and it is necessary to take part in a great many relationships from our families to community associations to cultivate the proper sensitivity. In time, there will be moments of both frustration and success, but in either case, a certain tenacity is crucial. If we are thwarted in our initiatives, then we must persevere by either maintaining our position or changing it if a better one prevails. If we are successful, we must not rely on charisma alone but we must also work to fully realize what the group has resolved to do. True leadership is a combination of initiative and humility. The best leader remains obscure, leading but drawing no personal attention. As long as the collective has direction, the leader is satisfied. Credit is not to be taken. It will be awarded when the people realize that it was the subtle influence of the leader that brought them success. Oh, I love it. So many messages there. Holy shit. Um, okay, so uh, messages to me too, as I'm as I'm leading you through these experiments and protocols and exercises, um, knowing when to lead and when to follow, and certainly. Um, trying to do it with humility, but I do love all of the, it's really in here too, is everything we just talked about. Knowing when to lead, when to follow, that can even be with your own energy. It doesn't even have to be when you're working with a group. It's just knowing when to flow, knowing when to say no, all of that applies. So what is this little bit of light language? This is to raise your vibe to get you back in the flow again of knowing that everything's fine just because you're on an ebb where you may be on the down ebb and not a high ebb. Like I was yesterday, I was kinda of like a little, I wasn't necessarily down, but I was kind of like, I want to create and I can't. So I was getting a little irritated. So let's raise that back up to love and joy and above. To could end up bringing in some Pleiadian light language, some Lyran. And Octurian. all right. Oh, everybody's participating. Vegan, all right, you guys are really gonna mix it up here. That's a lot. All right, so let's take a deep breath. Here we go. Take what resonates, leave the rest
0: to <laughs> tutti My friends, I thank you for joining me here. And until we meet again, I bid you a fond farewell. Take care.
1: This episode has been brought to you by the Pleiadian and Lemurian Councils of Light. We
0: are here to help you raise your vibe. Thank you so much for joining us, Star Friends and Family.